We're back. Episode 101 of this beautiful podcast. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. Um, I don't think we recorded last week. We had some real difficulty, didn't we? Uh, that was two weeks ago. Last week you were gone. That's right, that's I was right. going to record, right. but it was opening day. It was a dog. So. It was a dog. It was a dog. Okay, and we're fine. And we're back. We had some pretty big things happen. We'll, we'll get into that. But um, nonetheless, episode 101 of the BD Radio Podcast. Thank y'all for being here um, live and post-production. Thank y'all for all your support. And um, this is your co-host, Cam. And alongside me, as always, is Ryan, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Goat. How are you, bro? I'm doing pretty good. Like I said, last week was opening weekend. Got to and I've already gone through games this year. Um, I'm using some season tickets this year, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And just to go ahead and do this, uh, I got a ring. So check that check that sucker out right there. What, dude? So they were giving these away, and it's away, a replica. Huh? It's a replica. I, honestly, I was supposed to go to the game on Tuesday and not get this. But I went on Monday, got it, and um, it's actually legit. It's not plastic. It's pretty real. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. How much is that? Oh, I mean, as soon as we got in, we sat down. I checked eBay, or Logan checked eBay, and they were already on there for 100 bucks. Yikes, dude. Already on there. I mean, we saw guys walking around with, like, six of them. They were just, they were just giving them away? Just like first 40,000 fans came in, kind of like a bobblehead night. Oh, that's yeah. lit. So I think what people were doing, they would get them, go put it down at their seat, walk back up, get another one, go back of down course. their seat. Or they were buying them off people. Of course. And so, But it's funny because now, after that game, they, that was the largest regular season attended game since Truist has opened. It was sold out. I bet. And um, so they announced two more ring nights in one in May, May 23rd, and then June 8th. Um, it's against the Phillies and I can't remember the other one, but so they announced two more nights. So all those people that are, you know, had six of them are kind of screwed. What, so, uh, I mean, unless I sold them right then and there, what, uh, what nights are they? What dates? May 23rd and June 8th. Okay. It's like during the week. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Let me me and Charlie want to come to another Braves game this summer. So May twenty third is a Monday, June eighth is a Wednesday. All right, won't be won't be at those. Yeah, we might have a solution for you on those. So, what we were just talking about beforehand. That'd be ideal. Yeah. Um. So, you did open day. Um. You had a silly goose of time to the Braves win. Not opening day, they won Saturday. So they went, they split the series with the Reds, went two and two, and just lost the series with the Nationals. Lost eleven to one on ring night, won sixteen to four the following night on Tuesday, and then lost yesterday three to one. So used up all their hits against the uh, that Tuesday night game. A lot of ball left. Oh, I mean, they're now. But the problem is now they're going out to San Diego. Got to play the Padres and to play the Dodgers. So it's tough. Needed needed two series wins in a row. Gonna but, be hey, a tough early, one. I, What I've noticed is pitching right now, because of the shortened spring, has taken a big step backwards. It's gonna take another month, I think, for him to really get locked in. I mean, they they sat uh, Kershaw during a perfect for a perfect game. I know we were gonna talk about it. Might as well talk but about we it. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. What the um, hell, dude? I'm furious. He seven perfect innings. Well, and then you have Kershaw come out. He's like, well, it's my first start. It's the right play for my longevity. Look, 
And the dude does have a history of getting hurt. Jacob DeGrom, again, hurt. Love that. Not really hate it for him. Good for the Braves. But Clayton has that history of getting hurt. Last year was his shoulder and whatnot. So I get the move, but it does a fucking perfect game. A yeah. perfect game. There's only been 23. Yeah, that was... He's um, not going to get another opportunity out of it. This is the last thing he really needs to do. I was about to say, literally, like, it's not like he's he's a rookie, you know? Yeah. So, like, I get it. I get the reasoning, like, why Roberts did it. But this is the reason why people are saying baseball is taking a step back. It's because of this. You have a chance for a guy to do history. You only need six more outs. Get it pulled. Makes no sense. Yeah, it's unlucky. I mean, he would have thrown maximum 115 pitches, you know? Maximum. And you have him on a short leash already because as soon as he gives up a hit, he's out. Exactly. As soon as he gives up a hit, who says he doesn't go out and give up a hit immediately? And then it's like, all right, cool, you're done. Honestly, honestly, you probably talk to him and be like, hey, I know we're not supposed to do this, but the reality of the matter is that you have a perfect game going. If you give up a walk or a hit, we're pulling you. Yeah. That's when you go, hey, like, look, you know what's going on. I'm not going to say it just for the, you know, superstition. Just like you said, we're not supposed to talk about it or we're going to talk about it. We'll say, we're not going to say it, but you know what's going on. As soon as it happens, we'll pull you. That's all you have to do. Yeah. All you have to do. And now if that happens in the, you know, top of the ninth, two outs, and he's throwing 110 pitches, so be it. You know, yeah. but it, that's the it's this weird thing now where guys can't go that long. And it's crazy to me. Like, I'm sorry, but even when the shortened spring, he probably should have been throwing to somebody yeah. when he was supposed to be. Yeah, he literally said I hadn't even thrown in three months. I mean, it's on me kind of, but I was like, well, yeah, I feel you for being honest, bro. I get it. Um, like you're older, you're a vet. I get it. But you probably need to get ready. Does David Price play baseball anymore? I feel like he doesn't. <coughs> as far as I'm concerned, he doesn't. No, I, I, I mean, feel like he doesn't. Because he, he hasn't played in the last two seasons. Is he on the, the, the 26 man or 28 man or whatever? I don't. I know he's not in their rotation. I can tell you that right now. No, I don't think he is. I don't think he's playing anymore. Which is wild because he dominated there for a long time. <laughs> All right, pitchers. They literally just yeah, he's on the he's on the roster, bro. Really? Yeah. Six five two fifteen. What a stud. Lefty lefty. That is well, just lefty now. Yeah. That is wild. I didn't even didn't even think about him. Yeah, he's on the uh, – let's look at the depth chart and see where he's at in the rotation. Not in that. Oh, I know he's not in the rotation. Yeah, he's in the positive. pen. He's in the pen. I guarantee you his old ass is just saying we're good. He's 36 or 37 years old. Yeah. He's three years older than Kershaw, and we think Kershaw's old. Well, I, well baseball's the weird sport where it's like you – if you're – Good enough, you can play for 20 years if you got drafted mm-hmm. at, at 18. That's for sure. It's not football where guys can, they, they're they done after, you know, at 28 sometimes. Right. There's a kid that's on this baseball team that is born in 1998. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, what was that 22? 24? Yeah. 24. That's insane. Surprise, there's not one that's, you know, born in 2020. There's, or 2000. There's a 2000s kid in there for sure. I don't know where, but he's in there. In the minors for sure. Oh, well, definitely in the minors, but I mean, in terms of the big leagues, I guarantee you there's a kid born in, the, in this century. Yeah. 22 years yeah, old? I mean, I mean, that's not that old. Yeah, weird move by Dave Roberts, and I i mean, again, I get it, and me and Logan went back and forth on this. He's like, well, he hasn't thrown, he's only thrown 75 pitches in a simulated scrimmage. Mm. It was his first outing. Like, I, I understand that. I'm not saying the reasoning isn't there, but it's a perfect game. Only 23 of these things have happened. Yeah, you got to send it. You got to send it. You, you got a chance at history yeah, you, in your own wing of the Hall of Fame, that's where he would have been if he does that. Not just a plaque, his own wing. Yeah, you send it there if, if you absolutely. If you got a chance at a perfect game, you you blow your arm out in in pursuit of that. Absolutely. Did you know that Mookie Betts was five foot nine? I knew he was shorter. I didn't think he was. So that really, short, that though. what that means is he's about five seven. Yeah. I mean, I they say Cody Bellinger's six four. He ain't six four. No, he's not. Six two, probably six two and a half. Yeah. Um, Talk about somebody that's just fell off. By the way, uh, there's a kid on the on their forty man. His name's Yorbit Vivas Bebas. He was uh, born in two thousand one. Well, there we go. He is twenty one. That's absurd. Anyway, <laughs> it's just gonna get worse and worse. Well, dude. I know, bro. It's insane. Um, what else we got? Let's talk about it. Uh, outside of that, how was your trip? Uh, you were gone last week out to Lake Tahoe. Yeah, man. I went to Lake Tahoe. It was my brother's bachelor trip. I had a silly goose of a time. Um, dude, I got to send drank you. Drank many beers. Oh, we drank a beer or two. Um, you know what's weird, though, is that whole trip, none of us got hungover. We would get drunker than just anybody that ever been drunk. And the next day, just no hangover. I don't know what it was. Maybe the altitude or something, but like. Altitude, adrenaline, Dude, I, I don't know. I'm telling you, I would wake up and just feel just fine. I'd feel fine. I know one night I got obliterated, <clears throat> like blacked out level. And oh, God. Yeah, but I, I did it earlier in the afternoon, so like I came to towards the end. There it is. And I kind of flattened out towards the end of the night. But still, I didn't have any headache. Even when I was coming to, like I never had a headache the whole trip. It was very unusual. Huh. Yeah, it was really bizarre. The view, bro, skiing on this mountain, you're skiing like the mountain's going into the water, right? Right. So you see, and guys, if y'all have never been to Lake Tahoe, you don't understand how big this lake is. This lake, it looks endless. Like it's that big. It takes like an ocean, essentially. It's literally, it's like a couple, it's, well, it's at least a thousand feet deep in its deeper areas. A thousand feet, guys, is a long way. I don't know if y'all understand that, but. That is, that's a hundred basketball goals. So it's deep. And anyway, it, it, just to preface, it take four hours to to drive around it. Jeez. Yeah, it's insane. So um, it's massive. And uh, man, it's it's beautiful. I got a video. I need to send you one. But we went to. There's only a handful of us. Me and Tyler and Cody that would go to the top. Right. And um to the very top and ski down or snowboard down. Everybody yeah. else didn't really, that wasn't really their cup of tea, but, um, hit the blacks, dude, hit the diamonds. No, we actually, most of them are closed. It was actually the end of the year for them, end of the season. Right. But, um, so 
they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't snow those over in the mornings because I mean, there's just not really any use. The blues are hard enough, and I, I will yeah. vouch for that. The blues are tough, fun, very fun, but tough. Right. Um. But dude, the view was just unbelievable. Absolutely, literally. There's there were mountains to the left, and the video I'll send you. You'll, you'll see them. They literally it just looks like a painting. They don't look real. You know what I'm saying? They look right. like they don't look like they're they should be there. Like I, I feel like it's just a wall, and I'm I'm just seeing a wall. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks fake as shit, and um, it's it's nuts. The lake is beautiful. The lake is gigantic. Um, the casinos were cool. I think people take Biloxi for granted. I will say that. I will go on a limb and let you know right now that people take Biloxi, Mississippi for granted. Um, because uh, these casinos were all right, but they weren't great, you know? Like right. the Hard Rock, I mean, the Mont Blue, they weren't excellent by any stretch. Um, they weren't the Beau Rivage, I'll tell you that. Um, nonetheless, I'm the only one that came out in the positive on that trip, so... <laughs> Uh, always, that's always the case. Yeah, yeah. We had a few guys that were down pretty big, pretty, pretty big. Oof. And um, regardless, I, I did fine, so that helped. That bought me this driver that I just bought, that I just told you about. Oh, okay. good. No, uh, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah. It bought, it bought me that driver, which is lit. But um, great what trip. What did you win it on? I won all of it on Blackjack. Like, all of it. You get to see, I suck at Blackjack. Dude, I hit a runner, dog. I, I, I'm up. I was up like four or five hundred dollars, and only took three hundred to bet with. Right. I mean, I literally doubled. I mean, I one point two five xed, or I guess what would that be? Two point two five xed my money. Yeah. Um. So it was like, uh, it was, it, you know, good. Hey, good trip. I mean, I had one hand where it was. I literally went split, split, split. So I had four hands. Jeez. Double down. I had eleven, eleven, eleven. And, and eight and I just went I went double down double down double down hit and the dealer busted and I hit all of them oh shit you said double down again yeah and dude and then there's there's 15 they're 15 dollar to 25 dollar minimum tables there's no 5 dollar yeah. minimum tables so uh you, you could lose 100 bucks like that you know yeah. um so it was it was nuts I thought this was the way the trip was gonna go I sit down at the damn roulette table because me and my buddies, we play on an Oculus. I need to tell them this. I forgot about it. But um, me and my buddies, we play on this, like, Poker Stars VR on the Oculus. We'll just go yeah. in there and, like, mess around in these little casino games and stuff. And I found out this method where you would win more than 70% of the time. And you would win, like, if you put $100 out there, you'd win $30 every time it spun. So, like, you, you'd win 100 bucks in three three minutes, just like that. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Um. Dude, I want a hundred. I lost a hundred dollars in in maybe a minute and a half. <laughs> so it doesn't work. No, no, it does. I just I didn't have enough money to to ride the wave. I you got to take gotcha. a few grand in there if you're gonna do the strategy. I I want. What is the strategy? You uh you place every four lanes. So you cover you okay. cover every you cover all the numbers besides one through six, and I think it's thirty two through thirty six. So the, all of the middle numbers, it covers all of them, and it pays out one through five, and there's only four bets out there. So you're getting – and it pays one to five. So you're getting your initial bet that you hit plus another five. So you're getting six stacks versus the four you bet. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you're, you're winning – how many would that be? Like if you put one chip on each, you'd win six chips. 
You'd win. Yeah. You'd you'd be betting one. You'd win five to one. So you would win six total. You would lose three. So you would win three chips. So you'd three x. You'd win at least. All right, what would that be? You'd win three and you'd bet four. So you'd win. Right. You'd almost double your money. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's a good trade, but as soon as you lose, all your money's gone. Yeah. So that's the the real kicker. Um, you need some racks to really make a make a dent in in the roulette game. Yeah, there's there's another strategy with roulette where you just play black or red and black or odd and even, and I like I always play that, and you do I just watch the pattern and just go from there, right? But if you lose, you just double down and you just keep doing that mm-hmm. until you hit, mm-hmm. and. Like you said, you have to have a lot of money to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, you gotta have racks to, to be able to do that yeah. for sure. Um, I didn't do any, a, I didn't do any black or red bets. I probably should have, yeah. but I, I just I got that from a NFL punter. I mean, it's a good. You my, gotta have my cousins. Yeah, you gotta have a rack on you, but exactly NFL punter. Yeah, you gotta do you gotta do well. You gotta be yeah. well off financially to do some shit like that. But uh, I agree with him. I mean, that would make sense. I um then I went and sat down at a twenty five dollar minimum blackjack hand with like like a hundred bucks to my name and I got down to my last coin and then I literally I went from that to up fifty dollars that night well, so I won it all back plus two extra hands and then I cashed out and I was like all right I'm chilling I just want fifty bucks like I'm not eating it's gonna I'm not drink. eating any more hundreds I'm chilling and uh, then the next night I went on an absolute ring ding swinger. And won like two hundred and eighty bucks. I was up like four hundred and fifty bucks, and then they made me play with right. another hundred and seventy five after I cashed out because they just wanted to hang out and everybody else was chasing. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just i'll I'll use half of my earnings and play with you guys and end up losing yeah. a lot of that." But always, uh, always have what you have in your pockets. Like, all right, this is what I came with. It's in my pocket. I'm good to go. I'll play with, play with like a hundred bucks of my profit, and we'll just be good. One hundred percent. Then I played three card poker the next night. Uh, the night that I blacked out and almost passed away, um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, it, it was wild. I played three card poker that night, uh, and I got dude low, like hyper low key. I got up enormous, like big. I was super drunk. I got up like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars, and didn't know it, and just oh no, and I was just drinking, and I I was having a good conversation with the dealer too. Like the dealer was really nice. And um, I didn't even know it until he told me. And I was like, dude, why would you ever tell me that? Because we were rotating dealers. And as soon as he left, I left. But he so was – dude, I was crushing. I was literally the, crushing. What, where did all that money go? I kept – I just I, – I got bled out. I bled out all the way oh, back shit. to about to about right, at, right above even. I think I was up like 25 bucks. Yeah, as soon as he told me that, all right, I'm done. No, he didn't tell me that until we swapped. Until we swapped. He's like, I just want you to know you were up at one point like six or seven. Oh, I, I thought like, you were saying when he swapped, you were up. And that I was much. like, "All right, well, fuck you, Richie. You know how drunk I am." Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, it was it was it was still a really good time. I I had fun. Um, good ass trip, and uh, I do plan on going back. I want to do a trip that's with the boys that's skiing. You know, like yeah, I want to do it with the boys that know how to do it. You know, oh yeah, like that know I mean, how to snowboard, that know how to ski, that know how to do all of that. Um, I will say this though, good God, it don't matter what exercises you do. It does not Where's prepare you, you. It does not prepare you for the tendons and the little muscles in your in your in your toes and your calves, because dude, it'll wreck you in a heartbeat. Especially when you're still slightly overweight like me. It's a dogfight, dude. It is an absolute dogfight. Oh, I mean, snowboarding. I put. I I don't ski, so I I don't know how much of a 
wear and tear out of this, but I can tell you, snowboarding, your legs and your back is fried. Yeah, 100%. And I will say this. I think I'm going to learn skiing next time because I think it would be easier on your on your body. Because there's Maybe. so much know. there's so much feet involved in the in the snowboard because you're kind of at the yeah. beck and whim of your back foot. Yeah. As opposed to skiing, you can they're really light and you can just kind of hop around. You know, you just hop around and have a silly goose time. And I will say this: the skiers they go substantially faster on the mountain. They than, do than snowboarders. You know. Yeah. So I think it's a little easier once you start once you figure out how to ski. I think it's easier on your body. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to ski just so I can be like, all right, my feet and my legs are gassed. I'm gonna rotate and rent some skis next, and I'll rent the skis out for the next day to give my legs a break. Yeah, and then you don't have to do the, what's it called, getting in and off the, uh, the chair. What do you mean, like the back? You no, know, when you when, when you have one foot undone. Oh, on the it's, snowboard. it's rough. Yeah, it's the worst thing it's in the rough. world. And you can get around so easy with them poles, bro. Yes. Dude, I'm having to pump like I'm on an OG, like an OG longboard with yeah. on a skateboard over, over this mountain. And most of the mountain where, where everybody's treading through it is just slush because it's so worn. And, dude, it just takes forever. And it's gassing your left butt cheek out the whole time because I ride goofy. Right. And, uh, dude, it is, it's, it's rough. Super fun, though. I mean, I, it, the beautiful views were beautiful. The snowboarding was phenomenal. Um, we almost got left on the mountain the first day, the first day, and we ended up having to go a few miles, um, pumping and barely moving all the way down this hill, the mountain to get to the actual lodge that we needed to get to. And we ended up getting off the mountain with the crew. We were so late, but, um, yeah, it was wild. But, uh, I think that kind of did us in. If we wouldn't have done that, we would have been good for the next few days, but we actually got a refund on one of our days. We only went snowboarding two days of the three. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, I mean, dude, you don't realize it, but going like three days in a row is taxing on the body. Dog, fire. And people don't understand how burnt you get up there, dude. It is. Yeah. It is now, sun, sun is out and about. It was beautiful. But, dude, that. The, reflects off the snow. That snow reflection just wrecks you. Literally, I was just peeling skin off of my face like I was at the beach the whole trip. It's nuts. Got to wear sunscreen, mm-hmm. which is wild because it's cold. Yeah. But also, it's not cold at the same yeah. time, you know, like. Because it's April. Exactly. It's really weird. And I'll say you're snowboarding, so you're aware. That ski suit, by the way, 10 out of 10 recommend the Tipsy Elves ski suits. Those things are maximum coverage. They have hilarious designs, and they feel good, like, literally. And you don't even need to wear, like, the second day I went with underwear and, a, like, a like a Lulu shirt on under it. Yeah. That's what I wore under my ski suit. That was it. It was incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. That was awesome. Really good trip, though. Um, I will be back for sure. Hopefully in peak season. I want to go peak season for Lake Tahoe next time. A little bit expensive, but uh, yeah. No, but what you're talking about with the, the, the lake and stuff, my buddy, he goes in Tahoe every year. So you used to send me pictures and videos and stuff. I was going to go over this year. He was out there for a whole month. But he was the guy I was actually supposed to go to Japan with. Yeah. Um, but I didn't go because we were still playing on Japan, and that had to happen. So whatever. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's beautiful from what you're, you're talking about, what you're describing. And if guys, yeah, you haven't seen it, go out and take a look. It's, it's really cool. Dude. Lake Tahoe is nutty. Absolutely nuts. They got a pretty cool little uh, midtown scene, too. Like a few bars, you know. Uh, like the, It's touristy. It's definitely touristy. Um, right. But um, 
it's a cool little vibe. They got some outdoor patios with some music going. And I will say this though, I bought I bought a beer on that damn ski mountain for eighteen dollars. Oh my god! A pale L. I got one pale L for eighteen fucking dollars. How does that? What? Yeah. That's more than a Braves game. Trust me, I'm aware. Holy shit! Eighteen doll hairs, dude. Was it like this big at least? No, it was a sixteen ounce beer. Oh my god! I wouldn't. Uh, they would have told me that. I'm like, I'm good, dude. A lunch there was like sixty bucks by yourself. Yeah, if you go, you better bring cash. They do not care about your cost of living in in Thorsby, Alabama. You know, <laughs> they don't at all. Well, you gotta think it's normal for them. I mean, all of them are making a hundred grand and they're living day to day. You know, like this just yeah, that's a Cali, middle, man. That's a middle class wage. You know. <laughs> yeah, because Tahoe's Cali, right? Correct. Well, half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Half the, the mountains. Half that you were at. Half the mountains, Cali. Half the mountains, Nevada. Yeah, and then you got went to Nevada for the casinos, correct? No. No. Have, oh, no. I didn't know no, California they, had casinos. They have the Cali casinos. Yeah, they're on the. They're it's state line. It's actually state line California. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. It's like right on the line. Like it's just a few more yards. Which makes than sense. Been in Nevada, but um, it was a cool trip, dude. Very cool. Yep. So I got a quick story for you from my golf trip. Okay. Uh, not really golf trip. I play golf on Sunday. After this, we'll get into some more sports stuff. Um, so I hit a pitch and it goes into this creek, right? Sure, sure, oh, sure. On, right over the side of the creek, just to where, like, I kind of need to pick the ball up because it was muddy. Because it rained the day before, so I was gonna, you know, we were playing clean and replace. So I pick, getting to the ball, thought I saw a rock. Dude, I go up to my knee in mud, and I'm wearing Lulu pants, too. Hell, hell no. Nah. They were black, so they're saved, though. My girlfriend was able to save them, but I'm telling you, this was like hole 12, so I was rattle cakes for the next, you know, six or seven holes. Yeah, that's rough, dude. But, yeah, I mean, literally mud just all the way up to here I've on my been knee. been there, though, dude. It's a bad feeling. It's a yeah. really bad feeling. What hole was it? It's like 12. It's uh, way too many holes. Oh, I mean, I was playing all right. I didn't do that great on the front because I had a very, very bad hole. When I, I mean, dude, I was 100 yards in on my on my third shot and just choked. I put up a bad number. Just choked. Yeah, two, two shots to the right and, you know, two drops later. Oh, here we are. Hell no. Hell no. Yep. That's a bad number. Um, yeah, bad number on a par five. That's rough. I had a shot at a birdie if I just pitch it up there. Yeah, it's that you don't you got to par your par fives. You know that's exactly that's crucial. Par three because you really, you really, honestly, par threes are the hardest to go hole in the in the game because par threes are well a lot of the holes if you're playing not in the front tees they're 170 yeah. and out and it's I don't know if y'all know this but for an average golfer. It's hard to hit a green at 165, 170 yards out. Um, yeah. When it's muddy, cold, and, and it's, it, the ball's not flying. And then you got to chip it. And then if you don't hit the green, you chip. And that, that you run the risk of duffing it. You run the risk of thinning it across the green. You know, like people that around the greens, that's where you say, that's where you, that's where you learn how to yes. be a scratch golfer. It's not even you gotta putting. You got to scramble. Putting grind. Is, yeah. Putting is where you score. That's where you get below par. Yeah, that's where you go low, right. you know. But where you can become scratch is around the greens and inside of 100 yards. That's where you can become a scratch golfer because yep. it's just so damn hard, bro. And I'm so excited to get a club fitting. God. Me too. 
I'm fired up. I'm getting all the PXG shit, bro. Not the iron. You just in the PXG. I'm just getting the what's good. They're they're so affordable right now. The zero two one one uh the yeah, line. I, mean, I looked at it was two fifty. That line is nuts, dude. The hybrid yeah. and the and the and the wood are the same way. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the hybrid through driver of PXG. You know what I think that means? What twenty two is about to come out. No, no, they actually just dropped the line this past week. Oh, well, okay. They just dropped Fuck the twenty twenty two. Um, they it was actually that price before they dropped. I don't know what's going on. I mean, there's three different variations. That was the balanced one. There's a beginner. There's a balanced. There's like a middle mid tier, and then there's a quote unquote Bro. professional tier. Um, right. To the to the PXG line. And uh, that one's the middle tiers. Got the forgiveness with the length. Um, and I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm ready to get. It's like I'm players ready to get distance. Fitted. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to get fitted. I'm ready to get. I'm ready to get the my lie angles right when I get fitted on all my irons and my wedges. I just. I can't. I. I couldn't be more excited. Cause I'm gonna be a better. Yeah, I'm gonna be a good you. golfer again, dude. I'm not. Yeah, I want to get I'm not, I'm not a good golfer anymore. I'll own that. I used to be a good golfer. I'm not a good golfer anymore. And I want to get good again, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, like, dude, I've been doing lessons, and it's still it's a it's a grind. It's a it's a slow process of getting better. Oh, I'm aware, bro. I'm aware for sure. And a lot of it has to do with getting fitted, dude. Yeah, a lot of it. But sure. not just that. I got to correct all the crap that I've developed over the last five years, uh-huh. and just get to where I can square up a club face. It's important. That's for very sure. Very important. It's very important. What else we got? Okay, so let's talk the Masters. We'll yep. talk about Scotty Scheffler winning the whole damn thing, and Tiger Woods. So ti- we'll start with Tiger. Tiger makes his, you know, his comeback. He hasn't played since the 2020 Masters, and he got in that. He flipped his car however many times out in Cali. So yeah, this is his first tournament back. Nobody really expected him to play, but when he shows up to Augusta a week early and then comes back the Sunday before and is you know walking. Around everywhere, everybody knew he was coming back. Hundred percent. Um, his first round, you know, he shot one under. Solid. You know, three or four off the lead. His next day, he didn't play bad. He was two over, but and he made the cut. I was impressed that he made the cut. That's the goal. If you're a Tiger fan, you're just so stoked that he made the cut. You don't want him to come out and tarnish his legacy, kind of, by missing a Masters cut. You know, you don't want him to pull a DeChambeau where he's where he's put his foot in his mouth. I know he was hurt, but he said, "Yeah, this course is a place where I should shoot 67." And then he goes up and puts a plus 13 up in the first two days. 100. percent Yeah, not a good showing. I think shot an 80 on the second day. Been there. Um, that's a good day for me. But you're you. You're not DeChambeau. That's a fair point. Um, as a Tiger fan, you loved what you saw. You love you love that yeah. he made it to the weekend. You knew that the endurance was going to be way different. And it wasn't, and he was gonna wind, he was gonna wind down. But the first two rounds, he can contend. Yeah, dude, his first two rounds, and I think this is what kind of crushed him all week. He just wasn't making any putts. Yeah. If he makes a lot of those putts, his first putts, dude, he's in contention. I mean, I saw him miss a few four footers. I mean, and you that's what I'm that. saying. He makes those putts. Yeah. He's in, he's doing much better than where he ended up. No doubt. I mean, he shot two seventy eights. I mean, that's that's tough. Very tough for him. Yeah, I mean, that's below his standard for sure. But also, you have to think. I mean, he hadn't played probably a legitimately competitive round of golf right. on a on a tour grade course in a year. So and I mean, he has to do it at Augusta. And he has to do it at the one of the harder places ever. Period in the whole world. Yeah, it's just um, you just love to see it if you're a Tiger guy. Yeah, I mean, you could tell he was hurting. 
Yeah. Um, even during that first round, he was a little gimpy. You could see it. But, hey, he made it. I'm happy for him. Glad he's back. It's good for golf. Um, I don't know why people just hate on him. I get why. You, you can think he's, he's a scumbag for what he did, you know, that's 10 fair. years ago. Hey, but that's fair. That's fair. It's a fair argument. But he's the greatest of all time, and he's still playing. Well, like, he revolutionized golf and put it to where it is now. Now, his game of golf probably better than where it was before him absolutely there's a lot of good golfers but where do you think this came from though that came from tiger woods everybody if you think if you interview every tour pro under the age of 28 yeah and say who is your favorite golfer growing up they're all gonna say tiger woods hey all of them are gonna say tiger woods that's bottom line dude or maybe phil tiger or phil and that's it and that's probably just the lefties yeah, and well, Phil's got his own thing. Oh yeah, own things going on right now. He does, but nonetheless, yeah, yeah. yeah Saudi golf, golf league or tours. Certain people apparently Bubba Watts might go. Um, Gary Woodland, not Gary Woodland. Uh, Lee Westwood might go. Um, which is makes sense for him. He needs to go. He's you know done what he's done. Was a world number one on Tiger. Was out there for a while, mm-hmm. and he's on the back end of his career. Go make the money. I get that. Oh, yeah. But like somebody like Phil, come on, man. Hey, man, just stay over here with us, you know? Yeah. You're you're kind of like a big deal over here. Yeah. I know you big, want to make some buku bucks because you've got some stuff biggest, going on. One of the biggest. But. Yeah. Like, you got stuff going on. I understand that. But stay over here. Yeah, it's um, – Do your weird weird uh, dodging golf ball Mrs. Main commercials, please. Yep, 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 yep. Did you know that Tiger won on the European Tour 41 times? And he's never been a full member of the European Tour. Yeah, I'm sure he just went over there and played a couple of tournaments. Probably before the U.S. or the the Open Championship, he would go over there and play two or three tournaments, get used to it. And he won them almost every time. That doesn't shock me. I, I feel like Link's play fits him very good. Cause, 41 honest, times, dude. Look up how many other people have 41 wins, period. He won I, well, it I know, just on look a how many times he's tour. Won. Yeah, but that's half of his wins. And he's not he's never been a full member. Right. He never even wanted to really be on that tour. He only did it because it was seasonal. Right. And he would just go do it to get ready for the open to get used to Link's play. Which again, I think it fits his game good because him off the tee is not the greatest. And when it's Link's play, yeah, you get in some shit, but there's no trees and no woods. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll you'll be up in some, you know, knee to hip high shit if you really go you really shank it, but I think that I think Link's play would fit him. Very well. Especially now. Yeah. Especially now. Trees and Speeth's really good there. Yeah. Um, Scotty Scheffler. Let's get in him. World number one. This guy has just taken over golf. Similar to the guy you just brought up, Jordan Spieth, in 2015. This guy's won four tournaments now. Four out of his last six. That's crazy. Came into the Masters winning three of his last five. What? Which um, is nuts. How old is he? 25. Insane. Yeah, he just made two point one million dollars off the Masters. Biggest purse ever. Yeah. Really nuts. That is nuts. It's crazy. Good for him. Um, I like the guy. I mean, I like his game. He's not exceptionally flashy or anything, but he's one of those guys that just plays golf and he's good. Mm-hmm. And like during the par three, he had a good little personality. He hadn't talked a lot and stuff, so it, it's pretty cool. Um, 
he didn't apparently didn't have the biggest confidence and he was really nervous going into Sunday, but his wife calmed him down. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'd probably be in the same way going into that situation. Dude, I'm nervous going into Friday what do you mean? or Thursday. Yeah. He's, um, looks like he's built for it, you know? Yeah. Even though he did miss two putts there at the end. Yeah. He got a little yippy at the end, but it was hilarious. Um, Rory there at the end, almost, he's so close to winning that damn tournament. It's the last one he needs to win. Mm-hmm. He's so close, but he chips that one in there at the end, him and Morikawa. That was a really cool moment. That was sick. Both of them chipped in? Yeah, out of the sand, both of them. Super sick. Two different plays, too. Like, Rory played the hill, mm-hmm. and Morikawa just goes straight just at it right and gets it, it in. No. That was sick. That was super cool. I um, That was probably the coolest moment of the tournament. Yeah. I didn't watch much of the the tournament to be honest but i don't know why but that Scheffler guy looks like he looks like an antagonist in a movie uh, he looks like the bit. villain i don't know why he looks like the villain but he just looks like a villain I, i've heard his interviews he sounds like a nice dude um right. like you said decent personality but when i watch him play he just looks like a villain to me i don't know why <laughs> i i he doesn't look twenty five. I can tell you that he looks older than me. Um, I didn't know. I thought. He he, I didn't thought he. Was, I didn't think he was American. Oh, yeah, he is. I was, he went to. Uh, he went to the same high school as Clayton Kershaw and. Uh, I know. He went Matt to Stafford. Highland Park. Yeah. I um. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about him, dude. <laughs> I know he's. I mean, very good golfer. But I don't know if when I watch a tournament, I want him to win yet. Yeah, I mean, you got to be determined. Like when I watch Justin Thomas determined. play, I want him to win. When I watch when I watch, you know, Spieth play, I want him to win. Yeah. When I watch Rory now, I want him to win. He's less of a cunt now. Um <laughs> obviously when Tiger plays, I want him to win. But dude, when when I watch Sheffield play, I just I don't know if I want him to win. I'm just like Well, that's my first time watching him, I'm gonna be honest. So I, I'm jury's still out on him, but I mean, hey, Masters champion at this he's point. He's a Masters champion. He's a he's a world number one in the world. Like he's a world yeah. number one. Period. You know, like that's yep. incredible. I don't matter if you're there for less than twenty four hours. You're still at one point. You were the best golfer in the world. Right. That's so cool. And he'll he'll probably be the favorite for most tournaments now until you know he really starts. If he starts playing bad, every major that we go into this year, he'll be you know in the top five of favorites. There's no doubt about it. Um so where Dustin Johnson really petered out late. He he came on strong early. Which yeah, is I mean classic Dustin Johnson. Well, you got guys like Spieth not making the cut. How about that? That's wild. Uh, dude, that no that 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 tournament's got his number. He's done. Ever since he threw he up mentally a, screwed. Every that. ever since he threw up a snowman on that on, on number twelve on that downhill 12. par three, he's done. Well, what do you think Cam Smith is now in the same situation? Did he choke that bad? He choked that bad. What did he do? Like he just birdied a hole and he's maybe three shots off. Comes up, puts one in the water. That's not that bad then. That is first off, that's shitty. But yeah. Spieth, but it wasn't like speed. Speed was in the was lead leading. by like three strokes. Yeah. And then he went plus five on a hole. Yeah, he literally put two in the water. Like he was winning convincingly. Yeah, and then Danny Willett just plays just normal ass golf and right. and wins. Par golf. Dude, what a time. 
What a time. That was wild. That was a wild tournament. I was like, so, I was pumped for him. I was so devastated for Spieth. I love Jordan Spieth, dude, because he just he'll talk to his caddy, he'll talk to his clubs, he'll talk to the ball in the air. Very local, very vocal. I love that because I'm a vocal guy too. Oh, me too. And uh, and it just he's just so human. I, I, I value that. When he gets pissed, he's pissed. And I that's value me. That. I mean, he, he's and with the ball's in the air. He knows it's far left, and he's like, "What the hell, Michael? What was this? <laughs> this is a terrible shot. What am I doing, Michael?" It cracks me up, dude. It is funny, but yeah, the Masters. It's it's one of my favorite. I didn't. I mean, I didn't watch Friday much at all, and Sunday I played golf too. But I was able to catch him, you know, Scheffler and Cam Smith. So thankfully, there wasn't anything too crazy that I missed. But I, I love that tournament. It's fun to watch. I love. I like all the majors. But the Open's hard to watch because it's in you know London or it's in you know the UK. So it's. The hours, times, yeah, but, the hours are very yeah. bizarre. Yeah, but I, I mean, I was rooting for Cam Smith because he won the players, and he's just kind of goofy looking with the mullet, like legit mullet and the shitty mustache. But hey, it was Scotty Scheffler's tournament, man. Yeah, it was, he, I mean, apparently he dominated. I think he won by like three. Um, yeah, should have won by eleven or by four. Yeah, he's a stud, though. He's a stud of a guy. Apparently, um, good for him. GGs. I don't think Brooks Kepka made the cut either. No. Bunch of notable not. names didn't. Yeah, and then, you know, like guys like JT. JT was, I mean, he got up to like four under. I think he got in fourth or fifth, but just still not not really in contention. I mean, Scheffler dominated day two and day three. That's what I hear, yeah. I already, I mean, he just kind of ran away with it going into Sunday. Yeah. I mean, mainly Saturday is when he took over. Right. I mean, apparently the winds were really bad too. Yeah. Oh, the weather wasn't the greatest, but oh well. Um, let's talk about this NFL story real quick, and we'll wrap this, this guy up. Um, Baker Mayfield. Baker freaking Mayfield. Yeah. So he did an interview. Mike Stud, right? Was Mike Stud? Yeah. I don't know who that Mike guy is. Um, I think he's an artist. I know who Mike Stud uh, is. I just didn't know that that was Mike Stud. Yeah, yeah I know Mike Stud. Um, he goes on there, they're talking about everything, his whole situation with Cleveland right now. Um, and he pretty much said, I feel disrespected, they told me one thing, and then turn around and then, you know, do another, which was signing Deshaun. Uh, he said, I played hurt for him, I did all these things, I played for, you know, four different coaches, multiple different coordinators, and then they go around and do this, so I feel, I feel disrespected. Which, Which is his right, but he also has to understand this is his business. Yeah. So uh, it's just kind of a wild situation because he, he, he and his team have demanded a trade twice now. The Browns have pretty much said, screw you, we're not. Because they still don't know if Deshaun's even going to be able to play the first six games this year. Yeah, um, if I'm Baker, I'm furious. That's how Absolutely furious. Furious. Um, but also, man, just go win your spot, bud. You know, you've been the starter. You're going to be the starter until proven otherwise. You know, they're not just going to be like, all right, Deshaun, you're the starter when you haven't played in right. two years. Um, just hey, man. I mean, I guess that shows his level of respect for Deshaun, which, I mean, is fair. I mean, Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. I promise you. $140 guaranteed he's going to fucking start. I, I promise you he's a good quarterback. 
But it's still, it's just like, hey, man, you're the starter. You've been the starter for five years. They're going to give you every opportunity that they want to give you. Now, I mean, now that there's bad blood, I, I don't know. But in general, if he would have just kept his nose down, just said, hey, we're working, um, I think it would have been, I think it would have worked out better for him. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. This is the new NFL where they can, you can do stuff like this, demand trades and pull a, uh, I don't know, you know, kind of like an OBJ he, he, like you he did last year. You can generate social pressure to make moves right. happen. I agree with that. But nonetheless. But it makes the most sense to trade them, though. Yeah, 100%. If you don't think Baker has, a, has value, y'all are silly. Yeah, I mean, like trade them. You don't think there's a trade in Seattle. I was about to say, you don't think they don't. You don't think there's a team out there that needs a quarterback, dude. There are some teams right now that need quarterbacks. Seattle, Carolina, two off rip. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think he'd beat out J. Uh, J. Boo. Not, not to lie on that. Oh, I mean, what? Oof, that'd actually be a dogfight for me because I mean, would be Jameis threw for five k. Baker is coming off a knee injury. Baker, exactly. That's that's the. That, but that's the Baker comment. is coming off a labrum surgery on his non-throwing shoulder. I just I don't know how good Baker. I don't I don't know if he's better than Jameis. If I'm being honest, in terms of arm talent, he's tough. Right. Now I will give decision him that. wise. He's tough. Now he's a tough player. He's smart, but in terms of just being able to throw that thing around, Jameis he can do that. Yeah, uh, it's it's wild. I didn't really understand the move from Cleveland. Yeah. Um. To be honest with you, I mean, there's no guarantee that Deshaun's going to come out and do the things that he used to do. I mean, he has—he took a whole year and a half off. I think it'd be—I think it'd be badass if they traded him to the Texans. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess it's Davis Mills' season, though. Whoever the hell that is. I think he played at Cal. I want to say, maybe Stanford. Stanford. I don't know who that is. I don't kid remember. Is. He was a rookie last year. Big old neck. Big old neck. You know um, he's going to be a superstar? That's Justin Herbert. Oh, I mean, Herbert's a stud. That entire AFC West is insane. You know, Raiders with Devontae now, they just re-signed Carr yesterday yep. to a three-year, like, $120-something million deal. But there's some weird things in that contract where pretty much it's a one-year deal for 20-something million, and the team has options instead of the player having the options. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of a wild contract. But then you got, you know, Russell Wilson now at Denver, Pat, Patty Mahomes, like you said, uh, Herbert and Carr. That's gonna be that's gonna be the most fun AFC or just team to watch. The entire AFC is insane this year. I don't. I'm not sold on the Broncos. I'm not sold on Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson's getting old. I think he's small. I don't think he's just. I don't, he don't. He's not Drew Brees. I don't think he can do the things that Drew Brees did at that age right. in terms of offensive management. I think he was built around being an athlete and being having an escapability. Right. I think when the wheels go away, it's going to be interesting for him. Well, what's going to be interesting to me is I never really thought the Broncos were in win now mode. Now, I, I need, I mean, they needed a quarterback. Let's not lie. Drew Locke wasn't the greatest, isn't the greatest thing in the world. He has in crazy arm talent, but not the best decisions, right? I mean, that's every young quarterback though. But I never saw. Like they got some pieces, they got some good, good receivers and whatnot. But how's their offensive line? How's their running back situation? How's their defense? I don't think their defense has been what it was when they made the Peyton run. Hell no, nah, they ain't got Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller's gone. He's I don't know where Buffalo now. Um, yeah, he's at the Bills. They just signed a fatty of a contract with him for the Bills. 
My man's just he's ring hunting. I mean, that's that's probably the best team to be on right now. I I, don't I know, know the, the Chiefs made know, that the Rams, run last year. The Rams are pretty good. I mean, outside of them, right? Rams I'm talking about the AFC. Yeah. With Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, Come yeah, on. That's true. Yeah, the, the the Bills are the team to beat over there for sure. Yeah. Which is crazy because again, the AFC is freaking stacked. Yeah. But did we have we even talked about Tyreek to Miami yet? I think we mentioned it briefly. Um we were talking about I think the the race that he was on to do. Um but yeah, that did happen. Um Yeah, that's insane. This will be interesting situation. If Tua there. doesn't perform this year, he's trash. And my statements continues will will we'll come to full fruition at that at that point in time. You know? When you got yeah, a Tyreek so, Hill and he, and you don't if you're if you're not putting up numbers, then you're you're dog ass. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with you. He's got the pieces now. He has no excuse. He's got a genius, quote-unquote, new head coach who, you know, was the 49ers OC who's supposed to be Kyle Shanahan's protege and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. he has not that many excuses other than the fact that it's going to be a first-year head coach. And But it's not like the the whole Brian uh, Flores thing happened, but it's not like he, he left the cupboard empty. They have some pieces there. Exactly. And they made some moves. Yeah, I um, I don't know. It'll be an interesting year for the Dolphins for sure. Yeah, I could see Next them winning week, ten or eleven games though. I could see that. I mean, they were cl- a close playoff team last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the draft next week, which is kind of crazy that it's already up. No doubt, it'd be smart if none of the teams picked any of the quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm pretty much on that train. Um, Matt Corral is the best quarterback in this draft. I will stick to those guns, dog. I don't give a shit what y'all say about Malik Willis. I don't care what you say about the the pit kid that faked the slide. He has no character now, in my opinion. I don't trust that kid. <laughs> anybody that well, can, he, Kenny two gloves. Any yeah, anybody that wears two gloves and fakes QB slides, I'm out on. Um, but Matt Corral, he has huge nuts, and he's a hyper athlete. Um, very good athlete. Very good athlete, and I'm telling you, that kid can have a career if he goes to the right team. Yeah. Saints have been a one that's been mentioned. Well, we thought that Taysom Hill would be that guy too there and yeah. well he's not. And he's just not, you know. He's just simply yeah. not. Well, there the Saints are an interesting one cuz Sean Payton's gone now. So that's just an interesting team in general to watch over the next couple of years under Dennis Allen. Who the hell is that? He was their defensive coordinator. Mm. Who's Which, it? very good defense. For yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I um, I don't know. I don't have enough information to have opinion have an opinion on that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying again. It's going to be interesting to watch. See what they can do on offense now without Sean Payton. I agree. I agree. Then, with you. you know, Carolina has been rumored to apparently giving Sam Darnold another try. But they need a quarterback. They're rumored to get, you know, probably Matt Corral because I think I think Malik's going to be the first one off. And I swear, if the Falcons do it, we need so many other pieces. We need freaking defensive tackle. What y'all need to do is throw this year and get the first pick overall again next year. That's what I want them to do. That's why I don't want a quarterback. Go get pieces. You know, draft pickings in the second round. I'm okay with that. And go get somebody on defense. That first pick. If Walker's there, which he won't, he's probably going to go for number one overall. Get him. Um, and then Hutchinson, number one and two, apparently. Now. What about Thibodeau? He's going to go three. What are y'all? Like eight. 
Hmm. Six or eight. I mean, yeah, yeah the, the Falcons are the worst, worst team coming into the next year, in my opinion. Yeah, the Falcons are horrific. They don't they have nobody to throw the ball to. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's so bad. bad. We'll pick Pitts up though on your fantasy team. That's for sure because he's gonna get oh, he's gonna get seven or eight hundred targets next but year. Mario to throw the ball to him? Heavens no! <laughs> oh, I, what happened to him though, dude? Like he was pretty good early. Like first Damn, took over, over dude. First two or three buried. years, he was pretty good. Like pretty good. Got him to the started. playoffs. Yeah, started sucking. Tannehill took over. Gets traded or signs with you know. Um, Vegas now, I want to call him Oakland, but yeah. signs with the Raiders, and he's just been a backup behind their car, hoping and praying he gets hurt. But you know, if I'm backup QB, I ain't, I ain't hoping and praying nobody gets hurt. I'm hoping this man has a lengthy, long, prosperous career. And I'm That's gonna, where some people differ, though. And I'm, I'm gonna, with you. That's the best position. Of, and I'm going to be right life. behind him, baby. We're, hey, you extend, I extend. Uh, you want seven years? I'll get seven years. Let's do that. Right behind you, you know, Hey, I, I got your back, dog. So, I'll carry your bags hey, for you. I'm so in. So far back, though. You know, like, I got your back from at a distance. But you do not put me on that fucking field. Ever. <laughs> Hell nah. Um, yeah. Let but, me make um, a couple melds, be in your backup, and I'll be good. I swear. Um, yeah. What else we got? Is that it? We wrapping uh, her up? We can wrap this thing up. The NBA playoffs is kicking off. I think the so this is kind of a wild thing that they're doing now, mm-hmm. which it's kind of ironic with everybody who talks shit loves the NBA, talks shit about baseball having a playing game, and now they have four playing games. Kind of a wild situation. I don't like playing games. I think it's dumb. Also, I I liked it for baseball because it drummed up some intrigue because you never know what's going to happen in one game. But basketball, you kind of can figure it out. Usually the favorite's going to win. It seems that way. I will tell you this, though. You played enough fucking games. Yeah. You know, you had enough opportunities. Agree with this. That's how I feel. Hey, but man, they also are Especially baseball. Teams. You played a billion games. You played enough games. You know? Right. You can figure it out. Hey, man, if you're one game short, that's on you. Right. Hey, but all they did was just extend the playoffs or expand the playoffs. And now for the NBA... Ten teams have a chance at the playoffs. Yeah. Like, these play-in games are for, you know, fighting for seven and eight, which is nutty to me. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I just like, I, That's like, too um, many teams. Yeah. I, I just, hey, man, you've played 80 games. Hey, how about this? Win in March if you're a baseball guy. Hey, if you're uh, if you're an NBA guy, hey, win in November, you know? Yep. You, hey, you want to you get in the playoffs? Win, in the, win all the time. That's all you got to do. So, when's the last time we had a pl- NBA playoffs without LeBron James? It's been a while, man. It's the first one he's missed in a minute. This is when we need a Jamie I think it was the to first, look stuff up. I think it was the first one that he was with LA, first year. The first year he was with the Lakers, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Was he, he hurt? He didn't make it. Um, so I feel like he just doesn't he was, get hurt He that was often. hurt on and off that whole year, and they didn't make the playoffs. Yes. Okay. It still seems just so long ago. It does because he's a stud, you know? Like, dominates a team. Like, that's what he does. That's his thing. He's the GM player. Yeah. Which is wild that the head coach just always gets fired wherever he goes. That is funny how that works, isn't it? 
Yeah, let's blame the the head coach for sucking and bringing in Russ Westbrook. But I swear, dude, he um, that's what they do, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It is what it is. But yeah, uh, outside of that, I think we're pretty good. We're right at an hour as per usual, so we can wrap this thing up and get out of here. I know uh, I'm a little hungry. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm literally so ordering food as we speak. Sounds about right. No doubt. Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, BD Radio, this is episode 101. Um, y'all are phenomenal. Thank y'all for listening in and chiming in again. Um, tell your friends. Tell your family. Let them know about the podcast. We're going strong. We're not going to stop. Um, so thank y'all. Thank y'all for being here. Like, rate, review, subscribe. And um, I hope y'all have a phenomenal weekend. Ryan, you got anything? Nope. Not outside of that. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll be back next week. Um, I'll be going on a bachelor trip next weekend, and we're going up to Harris up in Cherokee, so I'll have some, a lot of stories after that weekend. So, Hell yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll be at the kickoff of the NFL, so that'll be for the draft. That'll be fun. We'll give a little preview and see who makes some predictions on quarterbacks and stuff like that. So, um, it'll be fun. It'll be a good week. Awesome, man. Well, hey, y'all have a great weekend, and um, hey, y'all just y'all just holler at us if you need us, and, and we're here, you know? Shoot us, a, shoot us a message. Shoot us if you got any topic ideas, but other than that, y'all have a great weekend, and we'll see y'all next week.